What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Ticket Ten Mill here. Gang, gang, this is Rocks a lot from the On the Rocks podcast. We on hiatus, but we coming back soon, baby. When your real old heads coming at you live on this fantastic and lovely Monday night. Indeed, indeed. I don't understand why it's still hot outside. I ended up looking at my thermostat, and I'm like, my thermostat is uh working a little bit overtime. Uh, the second half of the uh, summer, spring, fall type deal. Well, you know how it is in this little per- our particular corner of the South where we go through multiple seasons at the end of a season. You know, we we transition very roughly through the seasons on this part of the country. You have to wear like three different outfits. Like tomorrow morning is going to be about <laughs> 70. So you got to dress yeah. for the 70. Then right, about right, two right. o'clock is going to be 95. So you got to have your bathing suit on. Right, and right, then, dripping. Right, and then in the evening, you know, it's a, it's a cool 77, 82, somewhere around there. So you got to break out the long pants, you know? <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. By the time you run to the store after work, you know, you might want to throw the hoodie over your shoulder. No, like seriously, though. Like yesterday, it was re- I was out trying to hurry up and get the stuff for the game started. And I, I'm like dripping sweat walking from the car to the entrance of Walmart. And I'm like, why is it so hot right now? Yo, it's crazy, right? Because before the game, I think I was, yeah, usually before the game, I walk to the store real quick to grab a drink or something because it's right around the corner from my house. Mm-hmm. And I like, you know, I threw on a shirt, threw on the joggers real quick. It's just going for a brisk walk. Man, I got there. My legs felt like they were dripping with sweat by the <laughs> yeah. time I got around the corner. I'm like, yo, why is it 71 and 100 percent humidity right now? Like, I know this ain't got nothing happening? to do with music, but do you believe in climate, um, climate change and all that? Wow, I, I, I'm almost offended you to ask me the question. Do I believe in science? Yes, yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> I know you do, but you know, some people be like, yeah, yes, but that's as far as they'll take it. Like, not being like a real, real thing. Um, have them call me. I spent um. A long winter watching our planet documentaries on Netflix, and I oh, am yeah. convinced that we are running this bitch into the ground, and Yo, we need to do real. something. That's, that's <laughs> like a, that's a fact. Like outside of all the science shit, I already regular know. Mm-hmm. Like just watching this shit happen, like showing big ass chunks of glaciers falling into the ocean. Like mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm good, man. It's like that movie Ice Age where the the the, the nut cracked the glacier all the way yep. down. That's happening for real now. Like that's no, literally happening, and it's raising the seas. And then it's making the seas even hotter, which in return is messing up the ecosystem. Which in right. return, all I keep on thinking about is watching Waterworld while I was a child and trying to Bruh. save pots of dirt in my garage for, for currency in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and all I be thinking about is white people can hold their breath really long in movies. Right. Because I'm dead. Like, Didn't Mel Gibson develop down? gills in that movie? Yeah, but like my kids gonna develop gills. I'm gonna die so they can swim and look fly, my nigga. Like this, this might sound super selfish, but at this point in time, I'll be like, that's something that y'all gonna have to deal with because my ass is gonna be gone by that time. See, and that is the problem. That's why you got these little British kids on TV crying, talking about the planet that we're gonna leave behind. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they gotta do something about it. It's too late for me. I can't we fucking no this change. shit up now. And then it's like old people that can't even spend all the money. Like, y'all niggas mm-hmm. is just trying to get all the money that you just going to die with it. Like, yep. you ain't even going to be able to do nothing with yep. it. Yo, anyway. Bill, Bill Gates. No, no, no. It wasn't Bill Gates. Uh, The dude that opened, uh, the dude that started Vanguard. I've been on my heavy finance. So I watched, uh, I was watching um, him being interviewed. And he was saying how he donates a lot of his money. Because he's like 86 years old right now. So he's worth right, right. millions and millions of dollars. And he was like, yeah, you know, me and my wife argue about where we're going to donate all our money to. <laughs> like, that's an argument that y'all are really having. Like, where, who are we going to get these millions to this year? Speaking of which, man, I recently made a decision since we digressing. Yeah. I recently made a decision that I'm going to retire from working for people when I'm 40. 
40, I was giving myself 55. That'll give me a good 20 years to stack up. 40. I that's like spend, six years from now. That's like four years from now. Right. Me, <laughs> I was about to say, how you going to do that? Let me nah, know. No, it's just Put about me making a plan. Game. It's about making a plan and executing. We'll talk off camera, but what we doing right now, shit, that's part of the plan too, my nigga. Like, oh, for I real, for real. Because, hey, like, my thing is, we've been working for people our whole life. And, like, I want to spend a part of my life working for myself in a way, oh, and, okay. and, and, and then during a part of my life where it's going to matter. So it's so not true retirement. <clears throat> it's true, like, investing in yourself and being your own boss. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's not okay. definitely about definitely about not retiring. It's just about retiring from working for people. I'm yeah. always gonna make money and work for myself, but right. it's just like I'm gonna do my own shit now, man. Like yeah. I've watched people live their whole life and like take care of themselves mm-hmm. in a way that they love taking care of themselves. Like I'm ready to do that shit too, and I'm gonna spend the next four years trying to figure out how to retire when I'm 40 from working for other motherfuckers. Fuck it. No, I'm with you on that. I'm 100 percent with you on that. Fine, well, I'm, I'm talking about retire, retire, like 55. I expect my six to seven different revenue streams to be passive income where I wake up and I just be like, yeah, I guess I'll go to the gym at nine o'clock and Kempo at one and then I'll That's go. That's exactly the goal. This Call first 20 children. years, <laughs> this first 20 years is about getting all the skills and experience I need. That next 20 is going to be about building something I can leave behind and just, you know, just a different legacy. And then so when I'm 55, 60, yeah, I can really just be sitting back and letting these revenue streams that I've developed for myself work and just yeah, make you know, money do for my you. thing and shit. Do you exactly. know when you like 55, 60, you could start a whole second career if you really wanted to. You Nigga, still got a good 20 years worth of working in you. Right. But that's exactly how I feel about 40, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. Like, think about my life path. You know what I mean? Everything that I've done, I've been I've been in the military. I've had a whole IT career at this point. I've done a lot of different shit. And it's like, I feel like, well, damn, at 40, I could start over and do exactly what I wanted to do at this yeah. point. I Figure out whatever it is in the next four or five years and figure out a way to live exactly the life I want to live for another 15, 20 years and then retire the way I want to retire. You know what that means, right? That means that, I got to get the podcast back popping. Well, I mean that, but well, I'm just talking about you, your mind state like that right now. It just means that you have currently a solid foundation in your life where you know where you can take those next steps to to get to another level because if you were grinding to get where you're at right now you wouldn't be thinking about this but think about what i've been doing up until then like right. you're is that absolutely right it's like that what i was saying about mountaintops and shit mm-hmm. you climb the mountain and you can see the other mountains like man it's nice making mm-hmm. enough money to take care of yourself and your, your family and all that shit but like now i want to enjoy how i take care of my family you know yeah. what i mean now you feel mm-hmm. like that, I'm telling you, that walk from the parking lot to the door to the office get longer every motherfucking mm-hmm. day now. You know what I mean? I got to drag myself in there and do what these niggas need me to do so that I can live the life that I want to really mm-hmm. live. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, I want to figure out a way to live the life I really want to live and take care of my people at the same time. And I feel like if I start figuring that shit out now while I'm still young, nigga, mm-hmm. I might could enjoy. I know niggas that's out there dunking to make a living right now. They just dunk. That's yeah. all he does. It's that's dunk. I happen to actually like what I do as a job, so it doesn't bother me as much. But I know there's some people that have to work and are miserable doing their job. Like, I like solving problems for a living. Yeah. I like doing that. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting tired of is solving other people's problems for a living. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also getting tired of being the smartest nigga in the room, but yeah. having to listen to somebody that I feel like I'm smarter than. Yeah. So at the same time, I was like, I have better ideas than you, but my best idea should be to be doing this shit myself. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if I got good ideas, my best idea should be figuring out how to do this shit the way I want to do it. In a way that makes me happy and provides for myself. And that's just, that's starting to, like, you see where my life's taking me at mm-hmm. this point. That's just starting, that's, that's where I'm starting to get with this shit. Like, I'm and like, you know man. What? 
the great quality about us is when we have ideas, we don't we don't wait. We actually do it. Like we we are not scared of change or risk. Right. And I've watched the whole world, especially particularly in IT. Mm-hmm. But because of IT, I've been in mad different office environments. Yes. And I've watched the world pivot toward our thinking, our, our mm-hmm. way of thinking. Like when I first started working in IT, it was like, hey, this is how we've always done it. Yeah. Right now, I'm hired in my current position because I can come in and say, hey, there's a better way to do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. a that's an asset. Now. That's a strength. And I've watched the whole world change that way. And now it's to the point where if our generation was the one that switched that, maybe our generations can be the one that take our own retirement into our hands like mm-hmm. yo i'm not gonna work for y'all niggas forever yeah. like i'm not dudes dudes in our generation started facebook and instagram and all that shit mm-hmm. like i might not start facebook but i can start something that takes care of me and lets me go on a couple vacations and put my kids through school that's a fact that's a fact that's what, school's getting more expensive too and you know what with school and the kids i'm not gonna make it seem like it's either school or military like those are your only options there's a multitude of options for your career, if you don't feel like school is going to benefit you, Bruh. then you can learn a trade. You can go to the military. You can oh start your own stuff. There are so many different things that you can do in your life. And here's another hot take that is going to change up with my generation, our generation. Take as much fucking time as you need. Yeah. <laughs> you don't be in any rush to go out there and fuck your life up. Mm-hmm. We were in such a rush yes. to ruin our adulthoods. Right. We could not wait to get out there <laughs> and fuck up our credit and like yeah. do everything we could to fuck this shit up, to get DUIs and to get little bullshit drug charges and all that shit we couldn't wait to do. Hey, listen, sit your ass down <laughs> in this house. Watch me watching you mm-hmm. do what I'm telling you to do, and I'm trying to set you up, and I'm gonna I'm make sure you straight because what else am I supposed to do? I can't kick you out there. I don't think you're ready. Right. I'm gonna make sure you straight. I'm gonna make sure you got a good head on your shoulders. I'm gonna make sure you got a, a good foundation, and because of how hard I work, you're gonna have that luxury, here's, even if you're an asshole and don't deserve it. <laughs> here's why. Here's why our or like us, we did it in such a rush because we came up while technology was developing so we thought we could do everything as fast as technology where like our parents they weren't with that they were with that like mm, no everything is slow pace yourself you go to college you get that eighty, ninety thousand dollar job then the recession see? hit and you don't work You're that right. way now see look and that's exactly what I, my point was getting ready to be we were growing up and they were preparing us for a world they fucking ruined yeah. okay that world did not exist anymore mm-hmm. they found out why they were getting us ready for it and we found out when we got here yep. it's like oh yeah you're gonna be working until you're about 65 fucking years old and mm-hmm. you might get fired early because it's a right to work state they're finding that out now yep. but we were watching it happen to them and we we're like hey <laughs> um <laughs> sticking around at some job for 25 years isn't working out for right. y'all niggas just because you just because your granddaddy did it before you like nah bro yeah, mm-hmm. sorry, mom. Um, they're paying twenty one an hour, and this company's paying seventeen. So I'm gonna go with them. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. you remember having those conversations early on with your mom and IT? Like, oh, you're gonna switch jobs already? Oh, you you want to stay at somewhere? You want to set some roots? Like, man, you don't get the right. fuck out of here. Right. Them That's niggas is making nineteen fifty over there. I'm stuck at fourteen right now. <laughs> well, when they started hearing about contracting, they're like contractors. Like, right. yeah, you gonna work, and they might bring you on full time. Maybe, and you better work your ass off if you really, really, really want to work. If you want to get your contract renewed every three months, you might want to work hard. The funny thing about Blue, and that's what we call my other, my yeah. ex-employer. The funny thing about Blue is that you come in there as a contractor, and you have to work nine-hour days yeah. as a contractor. But your eight hours when you get put on permanent, but when you're a contractor, it's nine hours. So you work forty-five hour weeks automatically. Like that's just how they get you. But you gotta really want it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hey, shout out to the hard work. Cheat code in life. I just raised my credit score 117 points last month. But 
Hey. Let's go ahead and dive into some rich. Oh, before we do that, shout out to my Libras. Of course. Shout out to my son who's a Libra as well. Of course, of course, two of my besties' birthdays are back to back. To the missus was on the 26th and the Coach Savage is today. So shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Hey, shout out to my son who's a Libra who's been driving me crazy. I can't wait for your son <laughs> to get as old as my son so he can start doing the things that my son's been doing recently so we can share stories. <laughs> I have six or seven more gray hairs that I can tell you about offline. But go oh, ahead, man, run the house. Talk about gray hairs, but they're the reasons why I have gray hairs as we speak. My brother, you have no idea what little man's going to put you through soon. He's already a character. All right, let's get into these albums since we've done... Wasted some time talking about life. Nah, people, man. Sometimes it be like that. Sometimes real I mean, old heads, man. We gotta I mean, break for, it down yeah, for them. For, for us, it, it's fine. But I hope we educating the people, man. All right, the album that we have been waiting for. Oh shit. <laughs> oh yes. Okay. Okay. I was getting ready to say you better be leading with the right one, Kurt. <laughs> okay. There we go. There we go. I'm going to be honest. <sighs> the on first run. It was good, but it was underwhelming. Okay, tell me more. It was 5.30 in the morning. Mm. Was at the gym. Mm. A good place to try out of the baby album. Yeah. And as I was listening to it, I went in and I realized I wasn't giving it a fair shot because I was like, this joint better be better than Baby on Baby. Mm. And Which it, is a high bar. And it's, it's not better than Baby on Baby. And I will still say, after listening to the album about 17 more times, uh, that is not better than Baby on Baby because there's no songs on Kurt that I will go back to and be like, I have to hear this song. This is my turn. Not yet. So with that being said, Saturday, I ran it because we took Brittany out for her birthday. So we were driving and running it. And we just kept it on repeat every time we got in the car. And then like... The more drinks that you got in you, and the more you started vibing to it, I was like, oh, this is actually a good album, yo. This is a solid album. And in my mind, now I got to be like, damn it, on Monday, I'm going to have to tell Mr. Rome, which Anthony likes to call you, Sir Freaking Rocks a lot, <laughs> that he was right. It was a commercial album, and he homed in all of his buddies to help him out, and Chance the Rapper sucks. Oh, shit. Oh, come on. You didn't like the gospel joint? He sucks. You didn't like the gospel he joint? He sucks. Yeah, that nigga sound like two balloons rubbing together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yo, I am convinced Chance the Rapper sucks, yo. Oh, man. That's that's a hot take alert. We need a I button know. for that. I know. And I'm, and I'm glad I'm not popular because he would be big mad at me. But, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, he probably to, invite you to his manhood the right. way he was doing them other Twitter followers. Right, and I, and you know what? That's fine. And I would still tell him, he sucks. Your All album, the way? Your album won't good. That feature was terrible. And I have to go back to Coloring Book and Ultralight Beam to remind myself that you can actually have some bars. Sheesh. When was the last time you went back and listened to uh, It Was A Good Day or whatever the hell he called that album? A, a big day? Yeah. I got a couple joints in there on rotation. I got hot when shower. When was the last time you went? The, the, the baby gave him a better feature than freaking... Man. All right. Tell me, about Kurt. Lawsuit. Tell, hey. me, tell, me, tell me about Kurt, man. Tell me about Kurt. Tell me. 
it was a very safe and somewhat underwhelming oh, okay, so, project. Okay. It was safe, mildly underwhelming, a little more the same. I didn't I expected I was I was hoping because he was gonna have features he would take more musical risks. But uh you know, it was to be expected. You know, and so I wasn't I wasn't blown away. Um Nothing even really immediately jumped out and made it to a playlist, which surprised me. Like there was nothing I was like, "Oh, I got to jump to the playlist right now," because it. it That's what even I'm with the, even with the features, it it, it kind of some of the, some of it ran together. You know, what there, I mean? there is not a song up there where I must go back and listen. However, right. that song would have been the double XL freestyle if he would have put Meg on the second verse and let her rap should've. her verse. He should have done that. Um, I like the joint with Nicki. I like the gospel song. Those Don't be surprised extra. if that's not going to be on Nicki's album. I'm just saying. Yeah, she loves snatching good singles to get her streams up. Um, yeah, she's always trying to fudge the numbers, and that's a whole other conversation. But no, nah, I mean, if I was going to give it a source mic rating, it was probably a three, not yeah. even three and a half. Yeah, it was probably you. a solid three. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, and it, it might have been a it might have been a song or two too long too for what he brought to it. I like I like his intro. His intro was dope. His intro gave me a lot of hope because I ran it back mm-hmm. and it was like, it really is about the idea that his father passed away right when he was getting ready yeah. to blow up. You know yeah. what I mean? He didn't get a chance to see it. And that's dope. But the other, I don't even really think the album got deeper than that after that. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Right. Um, so. Popstar wasn't bad with Kevin Gates. Toes wasn't bad. Really was my joint. The one with Stunner for Vegas. Yes. Yes. Um, the Migos joint was cool. I mean, it's not bad. It's not no, no, bad, I though. I did like the Migos joint, too. I did like mm. the Migos joint, too. But, like, it didn't it didn't stick the way I wanted it to stick. And it did really well from a numbers perspective. I didn't want to jump ahead. But it did really well on some first... Well, the projections, anyway, are really high for 150 for the first week. So Oh, yeah, he's going to make that. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Everybody was anticipating to get his album. I, I, I was looking, don't blame I was, him. I predicted, like, 80K, to be honest with you. I thought 80K would be a good look. So nah, he's way more popular than that, bro. I mean now, yeah, because like you gotta think, Meg's last project only did like fifty, sixty k, but now she probably dropped. She probably could do like one fifty now. You Sham, know I mean? Sham said it's a slow burn album. It is. I mean, if it's playing, I'll listen to it. Maybe I'll go back to it if there's songs that are popular that are on uh, like the title playlist where you go to the artist and you just let the whole joint run. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. listen to it that way. But outside of that, I mean, I'm not mad at it, but. No, what I'm going to do, because I got to get inside a server room and remove some racks, like 13 of them tomorrow, mm-hmm. inside the bitch, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, hoodied up, all that. I'm going to run it back in there tomorrow. Hey, Junk Gold, I... one, two, three, thanks for the follow. Hey, yo, shouts to you, bro. But yeah, because it's really hard to get those out, so I'll be in there for a while. I'm not good at it. It's not my strength. Um, so I'm gonna run it back a couple more times tomorrow because I want to have a, I wanted to come in here with a more glowing review for it. you know I'm there a huge is not fan. though yes we are huge fans but it's not right, it's, right. you're and not it, gonna get nothing much out of that he's Other probably than... gonna get he's gonna get a lot of he's gonna get two maybe even three great singles out of it he's gonna have a great concert festival run next year like he's gonna be on the top line of the festivals next year and and hopefully he drops some more like. I guess I don't want to say moment defining project from him. Like maybe maybe we want too much from him. And right now he's just doing the business of keeping music out there. With October first being tomorrow, damn rabbit rabbit. You always when you wake up in the morning say rabbit rabbit on the first day of the month. It gives you break gives you good luck. We're talking about Kurt right now. Um, I would say the second half of this year maybe all of 2019 all of the anticipated albums that we've wanted 
have been underwhelming, man. All right, give me one more example. Ross, Jeezy. Underwhelming was Jeezy's? Under, underwhelming, man. I mean, I went back and listened to Jeezy's. It's at, Jeezy's I'll go back and listen to, but Jeezy gave me Diego uh, and Boston George. Right, right, which, so, which goes hard. Right, so, like, goodness gracious, you telling me you can give me that, but you can't give me that on freaking TM104, dog? It's a lot of pressure, man. It's a whole lot of pressure to deliver right there, man, you know? And you know he just—it was really just a marketing thing. You know he just really wanted to take you through it on a trip through. Ross Joint's fire is good. It's not fire for a Port of Miami too. That is the problem. If he would have named it, I don't know, Big Daddy Conk, cool. Go ahead. I'm not. I'm you know. I'm not going to get in the way of this. (laughs) But for Port of Miami too, nah, bro. There was no. There was no. uh, Every day I'm hustling on that joint. There's no get it for the low on that joint. I'm trying to think who else dropped albums this year that had an. I mean, like, music has felt pretty slow this year. I thought the Dreamville album lived up to expectations. The Dreamville album was good. And it's taking me all of my strength. <laughs> Not to be petty. So we'll leave it alone. But yes, Dreamville's okay. album was good. Hold on, who you want to send subliminals at? Nobody, nobody. I know that face. I love all of them, especially <laughs> oh, Cole. Man. Especially Cole. Scott, what's up, Scott? Let me know, baby. Let me know, baby. <laughs> Let me know, baby. I need the assist. No, I thought Dreamville's album was dope. Um, I thought it lived up to the hype. Like Scott said, Jeezy was just trying to get out of his deal. So, you know, he was just wrapping things up so he could move on. His wife is like a GMA hoe. So, you know, he doesn't want to be rapping about trapping no more. But um, Dreamville was dope. Who else came out this Young year? Thug that dropped album? an album. That was cool. His albums are always cool. They're getting better, but they always just cool. YBN Corday, he he overreached. Yeah, like, no, that's a good album. That's a good album. That's a he good got, album. He got, if, if it wasn't for Meg... Lizzo and the baby, he'd be rookie of the year, top front runner right now. Like that album was a great debut album. Yeah, yeah and that I'll... was his debut album. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to compile a list. We'll do that in like December and just go over all the albums. Yeah, man, because you know JID JID had a good album. Yo, JID album was dope. Yeah, it was dope. Yada's a big fan. Shout out to Yada. She's a big fan of JID. We saw him at Rolling Loud, and all he could do was keep telling us that little baby was getting ready to come on stage on the other stage. So we was like, <laughs> all right, nigga, if you want to see little baby, I guess we gonna go see little baby, nigga, because every between every song, he was like, oh, I think little baby get ready to come out. <laughs> it was like, all right, well, we gotta we'll go. Leave, right. right, he wants to see that set. Um, hold on, let's we want to talk about Rolling Loud in a second, but let's get to our featured artist of the week, shall we? Let's go. This feature artist of the week is Starzia. And she's the best ghostwriter from Otara, New Zealand. We got him foreign all the way abroad. Uh, she was featured on two tracks that we already reviewed with Mockery. I think me and you uh, did um, a carry, I believe. Okay, okay. Uh, all right. So, yeah, that's it. Um, let's get into the first song of the day. This one is let's- called... Moderate. Oh, no, it's amazing. Produced by Moderate. Mm-hmm. It's that feeling 
Trying to All get the in the way pocket from a little New bit. Zealand, right? She was she hit New with, Zealand with different type of flows and everything. Oh, shouts to New Zealand. I like that joint a lot now that I know it's from New Zealand. Yeah, you was rapping, rapping up right. there. I liked it. I liked it. I wonder why she's that trying to dope. get out of New Zealand though. Why she trying to get out of New yeah, Zealand? Yeah, she was like, I'm, I'm grinding it until I get out of New Zealand. Bro, like if you was from an island on the bottom of the world, there's a whole world. <laughs> island on the bottom of the world. <laughs> no, 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 no. South to New Zealand, but like New <laughs> I know Zealand what you mean. Like... I never thought about it being an island on the bottom of the world, though. Yeah, it's like a fucking <laughs> island, like down by Australia. Like there's like a whole yeah. world out there, nigga. Like there's like the United States, there's Europe, there's Africa, there's yeah, everything else. But when I think of New Zealand, like I would think it was a beautiful place to be. Yeah, but they're. I mean, like, I mean, you can travel to all the places, but why would you want to right. leave such a beautiful place? I mean, Virginia Beach is beautiful, but you know, what to who? <laughs> if you're I mean, not, if you're in the higher numbers of the strip, 
I mean, I'm just saying, it's, it's it's a beautiful place to look around, but, like, eventually you want to go other places, too. Like, New Zealand's nice. Like, it's niggas that live in Hawaii that wanted to get off of Hawaii. Yeah, they so. tripping, too. Yeah. Well, I guess, man. When you when you from the beach, you don't take advantage of the beach, right? Nah, you just been there your whole life. When you realize it's the only motherfucking thing there, you got to go somewhere else. That's true. <laughs> and it'll be the main thing you miss when you leave. Trust me, I know. Shit. Rolling Loud Veteran. Break it down to us. <sighs> What you need broken down, bro? So, is Rolling Dang Loud God. and, like, these festivals, are these, like, this generation's, like, Up in Smoke tour or, like, all the main headline tours that we used to have back in the day where they will put all the different labels together? Like, the crews will go with each other? Right. I know exactly what you're talking about. But and only yes. for one performance in one spot instead of going yes. city to city. This is that. This is... This is that for this generation, bro. Do you like, get that kind of bag is. for that, though? Because you got to think, if they're going from city to city, yes. I think you would get more they're, money. No, that festival bag <laughs> is different, bro. That festival bag is just different with the, with the sponsorships and all mm-hmm. that. Like, these dudes are all, like, Travis Scott, uh, your little Uzis, your Migos, mm-hmm. they do all of the festivals. Like, And it's like, it just makes sense to go to this one central location where you can pretty much see everybody that's popping from your generation in one place. That's crazy. Like, I'm telling you, the music hits so much differently. You understand these artists so much differently when you go to a festival like Rolling Loud Mm -hmm. and watch them perform their hits in front of, like, 30,000 people. Like, we sit back and watch on the internet, like, oh, um... Triple X Tentacion, mm-hmm. his album did 39,000 the first week. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, he pretty much flopped. But you go to a festival mm-hmm. and watch 30,000 kids going crazy, yelling the song, all with their hand. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you see why they don't give a fuck about some streams and, the, and CD sales and all that shit, man. Like, it's a whole different vibe. It's a different vibe, man. Well, the, I, I know that you make your money off of your merch. You make your money off of you and your touring and all that. But and the, the, the music is, is different. The music is still essential, and I can I know at this point in time nobody cares about CD sales. Nobody really cares about streaming. That number stuff for music is out the window. It's like my core fans will go out and listen to it, but everybody will eventually know my music. No, clearly it's clear to me after you know, like I said, Rolling Loud veteran shouts. Um, they're making their money off the merch and the touring at this point. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Like. They're at every single one of these festivals. You can watch the lineups have 50, 60 artists on them, and they're all the same lineups. Like, Travis Scott headlines every festival for the rest of the year. Travis Scott's one of the headliners to it. Migos is one of the headliners to it. Like, literally, the Vegas festival, Future's always the headliner of these festivals. They're making money off these festivals, and they're everywhere now. They're like cash cows for these dudes that's throwing them, Mm -hmm. and it's cash cows for the artists, too, because you're getting in front of, like I said, 20,000, 30,000 people at a time. And just being able to rock. Like, there's artists that I remember seeing at Rolling Loud that were in the small type on the small stage. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, damn, they're headliners and shit. You know what I mean? With the yeah. big type. And like, because they grew their fan base through just that relentless touring festival circuit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it for them. Like, that's what they do. Back then, you had to get, you had to be one of the new rappers in the crew. Now, you just got to get you a festival slot and just keep grinding, Jack. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to keep going. And I wonder how easy it is to get shows. Like, to actually get convince a person to pay you to perform there it's like you get the bar i get the door i think it's a lot like i mean as far as festivals concerned i know they consider a lot when it comes to the the streams and the views you already got and stuff like that probably right your follower count but it i mean like i said people were like nobodies at the first rolling loud Mm -hmm. festival or now like 
your Playboy Cardis, your little Uzi, even your Travis Scott's at the first Rolling Loud Festival. Travis Scott was headlining, but on a small stage. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it was his performance and his crowd he kept bringing. Now he's a regular headliner. Like yeah. you, if you don't go to Rolling Loud and not watch Travis Scott perform, you've wasted your money if you don't make it to Travis Scott's performance. Sometimes it's different. Uh, last year around this time, I think I believe A3C in Atlanta is next week. But last year when we went okay. to it, the headliner was uh, Wu Tang. So they had Talib Kweli there. Uh, they had I think JID, I remember that show. JID. Did they had the whole freaking Wu Tang Clan, and I saw all of the Wu Tang Clan members because we were in the same freaking hotel. Right? It is super crazy. That's crazy. And nobody was like, "I'm like, bro, do you not see like RZA is right here?" Oh when, my god! Where are we going? Okay, Uber driver, just 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 take me. I I I'd fucking faint, man. Like I get starstruck as shit. I couldn't even approach Bruh. Alec Baldwin on the streets. I walked out the elevator and hit a left turn and boom I'm looking at Method Man's chest and I have to like literally look up because he is that freaking tall oh my god bro I'd have collapsed like one of Andy's toys nigga. and then I'm following behind Method Man we walk out the freaking hotel you have Ghostface leaned on top of the Escalade trucks that they're um, they're riding in that's gonna take them there was three Escalade trucks Ghostface is leaning on the hood like Meth I've been waiting on you. Damn. Just like the damn show. Right. And then I look to the right. Riz is over here talking to some regular people. Then I look to my left and there's a shorty literally with a Wu-Tang shirt on sitting down just looking at her phone. I'm like, if you look up out of your phone, you would see all of the Wu-Tang members right here. Oh, my God. I, I, I don't know what I would do. In the presence of the Wu, I don't know what I would do. I might I just know. start rapping random Wu-Tang lyrics or some shit. Like, I don't, I don't know what I would do. I didn't watch the Wu- Wu-Tang joint at all. Did you watch the Wu-Tang joint on Every Hulu? episode, every moment of it. It's yes. great. Shams it's amazing. Max. Yeah, no, it's great. It's amazing. Like, is you it, should check is it, it out. Is it really worth yeah. the watch? How many it's episodes worth is to it? watch. I think we're like five or six episodes in at this point, but it's really fucking good. Like, I'm so impressed. Riz is a part of it. Method Man's a part of it. Like... It's just way better than I expected it to be, my dude. Like, for real. Hmm, As a fan, I was really worried about it being corny or whack, but it's really good. Like, it's good. Well, shout out to Coach Savage. I'll use his um, information to just Ben watch all of them at the same time. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) Talk about eight bucks a month. Go ahead. Oh man, the joint's no, but for real, like my yeah, stream, th- yeah, my streaming list is like it's like eleven, sir. It's dumb at this point, yo. Every time I look up, somebody's snatching eleven to fifteen dollars from me, bro. Yeah. Like every time I turn around, it's like, what is this? Oh, HBO Now. What is this? Oh, Amazon. What is this? Oh, fucking Hulu, Spotify, Title, whatever the fuck. Yeah. SoundCloud, whoever. But yeah, that was the only festival I've been to. That crowd stuff, it. I would think it was overwhelming, but the size of that festival wasn't bad, so I can only imagine being at a Rolling Loud with all of those people there. It would make me nervous. Yo, never can shade Rolling Loud. Never can shade Rolling Loud. We had one moment where these people like kind of stampeded for a second, where people just got scared and everybody started running. See, that's the thing that makes me scared, yo. That, com- it fucks the vibe up real bad. It fucks the vibe up real bad. And like I said, no shade to Rosen Loud because people be stupid. But nothing happened. It was just people panicking and start running mm-hmm. for like a split second. And then it's like, it looks crazy for a second. And then everything calms down and it goes back to normal. But it takes you a second to get your vibes back. But outside of those moments, it is the, it is an incredible experience. Like, it's really, it's so different. You're like, you, 
It's just it's worth every second of it once you do it. Like I yeah. was out there watching Post Malone and during a damn tropical storm. Like I never thought I'd be outside in the rain as an adult for any reason. <laughs> and now I'm out here singing Psycho along with like thirty thousand other people and shit with a poncho on in the rain and shit. This niggas out like it was crazy, man. Like it's just it was one of the the wildest experiences of my life. That's why I've gone back. Like I, I this year. I'm hoping like hell. Like this year, I'm putting all of my eggs into something in the water basket mm. because I need a local festival. I love going to festivals. I love the whole vibe, but it would be so dope to just go home at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, you know what? If if that happens again and I like the lineup, I might join you on that. Oh, hold on. It's happening again. The lineup's coming out in like two weeks. The tickets go on sale November 15th. Like it's going down. Like I'm get, I'm going VIP and everything. Like I'm not playing. I do this festival thing, so I'm not going I'm not going general admission to a festival in my own fucking hometown. You okay? know, my boy um Jason or was it Jason? It might have been Tommy Graves. He uh he had just got a hotel room right above the stage so he just opened up the balcony and he just sat out the balcony and watched the whole joint i would love to do that that'd be perfect but now because because they got they got that shit off them hotel rooms are two thousand dollars a night now or some yeah, shit it's not happening this stupid, year. Yeah. That's so true. i'm gonna i'm trying to get vip tickets i'm like lined up because it's around it's like two weeks maybe like even less than that before when rolling loud usually is so last year i was all into rolling loud by the time they even announced there was going to be a festival in virginia beach i was like locked in already like it was like we was down there for like six days so there was no pivot for me i was like fuck i was out back yeah i had to just be responsible about it move on but this year i'm putting all my eggs into something in the water basket bro like i'm trying to go vip all that shit i'm trying to be the same we'll have to work that off air because i might i might i might do that with you yeah, we're gonna make it happen. Um, speaking of festivals, Kanye having his little Sunday service festivals and not dropping an album. Why? You know, um, that embarrassed me on my favorite message board this weekend, and I don't know that I'm ready to talk about it. Um, I don't know if you know what a neg is, like when you get negative reputation points. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I got a neg train ran on me for posting that Kanye was dropping his album on Friday mm-hmm. and then pushing it back to Sunday mm-hmm. and then Sunday passing. And that was my thread. So uh, my reputation is in shambles on this message board right now, and I don't appreciate it. Uh, yeah. I mean, even when um, Kim said it was going to drop, I was like, oh, this is going to happen for a fact. I believed it. Yeah. I he fell, loves her. I fell for it, too. I fell full hard, man, and I'm disappointed in myself. I'm disappointed in Kanye, and more importantly, I'm disappointed in Psalm West, the baby. <laughs> uh, so apparently it is going to be an all-gospel album because he said he's making nothing but gospel music from here on out. You know, I don't give Kanye the benefit of the doubt for a lot of things, and I still am a fan, but the last time he told us he was going to do something that we didn't understand what he was going to do before he did it, we got 808s of Heartbreaks. I ain't mad at that. So the only thing that I would have Kanye, have faith in Kanye for, is an effective left turn rebrand musically that only Kanye could pull off. If so I'm gonna listen to it. If Snoop Dogg can give me a good Jamaican album, if Snoop Dogg can give me a good gospel album, and if Snoop Dogg could give me a a good Snoop Dogg album, all in the same year. I don't see what would be wrong with uh, all Kanye gospel album. Well, there's a lot wrong about that run Snoop went on, but I'm going to let you. I mean, the music was there, though. Yeah, I got you, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, they went from reggae to Christian, to, but then the hip-hop album to wrap it all up. Yeah, yeah. He gave okay. us the whole package. Pause. That's 
what she would say. <laughs> uh, yeah. So no, nah, I mean, you know, I'm looking forward to what he does if he ever fucking does it. So I'm just I, at this point in time, I'm just super confused. I um, just can't believe he got me, my nigga. He got me with this shit this time. Like he got me. Like I really and, thought he was gonna drop something. And if he literally has something to sell, I'm going to come up here and be like, "You and Sham were absolutely right, yo." Hold on. That's why I believed him. I got the link to the merch. The Jesus is King merch link came out. And oh, I was did? like, oh, shit. I was like, yeah, I posted the link as proof the album was coming. I'm like, oh, see, look, here's the merch. It must be en route. It must be en route. I kept checking my phone. I wake up in the middle of the night, take a piss, and just swipe and refresh. You think Nothing. Kanye's nervous to put out new music? Yes. I'm with you on that. I think he's terrified. I think he is absolutely terrified. And I think he has been taking most of this year to really find himself. And the music. He even admitted, I heard he admitted himself that when he first started doing this shit, he wasn't as saved as he is now. Like he kind of, you know, and that kind of goes back to an old NA slash AA um, principle where you fake it till you make it. Like he mm. might have felt like he needed Christ and ran to the church and might have found himself through doing that kind of music. So, yeah. you know, I do think that maybe he might feel a little more saved and maybe fuck maybe they might have gotten to his ear maybe he, it might have creeped into his soul a little bit that hey maybe i shouldn't be selling 70 dollar t-shirts with jesus is king on it that's true maybe this maybe this isn't right <laughs> you know maybe i shouldn't sell an album like this i don't know like who knows you know what i mean he's he's schizophrenic and bipolar it sounds good though and you still ain't give Sai high his seven song album man come on now i need Cast. that Sai High lying to all his friends and family that that album's coming to. That's, that's the fucked up everybody part. Everybody needs a friend like Sai High. That's all that I'm going to say. That you can let down perennially and that'll yeah. be cool with it. Like, hey, hey, bro, like, whatever Kanye say, he riding with it. I guess so. Sai High. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shout out to Sai High. All right, let's get Music. into the second song of the evening before it's too late because we keep on. We just, I feel like I've only been talking to you for five minutes and it's like 45 minutes later. All right, second song of the evening by our featured artist of the week. I think this one is called Bad Bitches. Let's get into it. Okay. Tasting, they hating what we making, spitting over tracks on the daily. 
Trying not to fall, but the love's so crazy. But I want it all, cause it died to save me. Drop to the floor, let me swallow babies. Bear bitches only. It's getting cold and I'm getting lonely. Lost my soul, can you console me? Letting go, can you please hold me? Bear bitches only. It's getting cold and I'm getting lonely. Lost my soul, can you console me? Letting go, can you please hold me? Bear bitches only. Bad bitches stony, bad bitches only hate, bad bitches only hey, bad bitches only hey, bad bitches only hey, bad bitches all day eight. I'm so dope, I got the dope on lock. Baddest bitch on the block, two for seven to stop. Let's go, get them G's from here to overseas. Bad bitches don't aim to please, oh you may hot leave. Trying to act noble, see the take away the air you breathe. Heavy gas being the butt is too good when you come around my way. You ain't got shit to say, you know, ain't nothing but the best. West bitches all day, ayy. Bad bitches only. It's getting cold and I'm getting lonely. I for so, can you console me? Letting go, can you please hold me? <laughs> Bad bitches only. It's getting cold and I'm getting lonely. I for so, can you console me? Letting go, can you please hold me? <laughs> <laughs> Bad bitches only If I were the dog then you wouldn't own me Take your breath away like a fish out of sea Said you know I like the alphabet especially the D ha. I'm a bad bitch, I'm a gay dude Not a quick fix, on a curfew My body's like a wave if you know how to surf Best of both worlds, masculine with the curves I'm uncontrollable, yes I'm not like a game Yes I'm wild and I'm lit, yes I'm just like a flame Not an animal that you can tame Yes I ride you like a horse, make you say my name ha. Hit your body, make you work, make you squirt Yes, I'm naughty, not a nerd, I'm a flirt This bad bitch will always get you served Don't ever waste my time, get kicked to the curb uh. Bad bitches only If I were the dog, then you wouldn't own me Take your breath away like a fish out of sea Said you know I like the alphabet, especially the D huh. Bad bitches only It's getting cold and I'm getting lonely Lost my soul, can you console me? Hey. Letting go, can you please hold me? Bad bitches only. It's getting cold and I'm getting lonely. Lost my soul, can you console me? Letting go, can you please hold me? Mmm, bad bitches only. 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 Alright, that was the second song of the evening, Bad Bitches Only. New Zealand stand up. They out here. Stand up. Um, I, really I like that. that. I like that a lot. Yeah. That, was yeah. a, that was a great vibe. Yeah, yeah, it was a vibe. It was a vibe. Yeah, Definitely shout, a vibe. Shout out to our featured artists of the week, too, for two. Yo, that's all crazy. The way they, they they down there rapping, rapping in New from Zealand. From the huh? bottom of the earth on an island. <laughs> like, yeah, they out there rapping, rapping. You know, you know what I mean? Like, had the gay dude up there. You got her vibes. They got the whole perspective coming off the island out there, man. That's what's up. Yeah, I rocked with it. And he was rapping, rapping, too. You yeah. know what I mean? He was mm-hmm. out here. I rocked it. I like, like that. a little little Meg the Stallion vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she made it all the way down to New Zealand yet, but yeah, that was dope. Yeah, shout out to them. Um, I mean, I really just I don't have too much left. We got the. Did you listen to the whole Young Ma album? 
Oh, man. No, nah, I couldn't get through it, man. <laughs> I tried to run back some of the songs, and they did knock a little more. But she is just wild boring, man. Like You think so? Oh, man. Like, these ladies, like, all her punchlines sound like they would be better if she tried a little harder. Like, yeah, they're oh, cool. Oh, you was but, listening, like, listening. I was vibing, you, No, vibing. I mean, not even, I wasn't listening, listening, but, like, I was listening. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just kind of like... It's like, hey, you know, I'm out here with the pussy and the mama. Hey. <laughs> then I take your bitch like a hoe. Oh, man. And then she, my niggas go brat like, dude. She do like, like taking other people's girls, though. Yo, it's like her flow. I mean, she did switch it up a little bit. When I heard it at home in the speakers, it hit a mm. little differently. But, like, mm. I, I found myself reaching. It just seemed like she don't have as much charisma as I felt like she had before. She should have she should have went away for so long. I forgot what the name of that, um. Uh... That single was, but that joint is my that is my song right there. Yo. Heffinale, you call it Heffinale. Uh, the um, oh big, oh big, that yeah, yeah, I was playing big that problem. earlier. Small problems, that joint go. I rock I with know, it. It, it, it was just nothing stuck with me. I found myself just it was just playing, and I'm like, God damn, like I was just getting bored with it. Like I don't know, it just wasn't hitting for me. Bro, I was hitting the schmerder dance all up in the gym, man. Right, something about that, her that beat. Yo, you wouldn't want to hear her on a track with like Roddy Rebel and Bobby Schmurder though. Like that's that sound is the same. I don't know, but those sounds get locked in the time for me. Like the same way Fetty Wap got 2016 locked in the time. Like 2015 hey. to 16 is like forever enshrined in time. Like that was a whole, that was a time. What a time to be alive. Fetty Wap and Rich Homie Quan had their moment, and I don't know how they just let that moment go. Fetty Wap all the way up until like the day Bad and Bougie dropped. He he had like five or six singles that would just shut down anywhere I was. And I watched mm-hmm. it happen like My Way, Trap Queen, yeah. uh, just everything, man. He got, like, a, he got a new song out there that's actually dope. And Rich Homie Quan got a new song out there that's actually really dope. And Rich Homie Quan is actually doing a lot more features than, um, than uh, Fetty Wap has been doing. Because he was I on the Kirk so. album. Yeah, which, he was. He which was. Which is like, I, mean, I wish you would have took chance off of it and just let. <laughs> no, nah, man, but like for real, like I don't know, like it just it just didn't stick to me, you know. I it just seemed kind of like I don't know how it seemed like generic New York rap over yeah. like generic you know New York production. Like I'm just really cool, so I'm gonna sound cool over beats and like kind of rap, but like I'm just gonna like not try too hard because you know I'm cool like that. Like I don't know, it just didn't seem like a lot of effort was there. Yeah. To, to stand out or do anything. And it was 21 fucking songs, yeah, man. Like, I got to like eight. Yeah, I got to seven. Nigga, you didn't do much better than me. Like, I got to I seven. Like where I just was like, I just started asking myself, what am I doing with my life? But you know? out of the eight, there was only one skip. The rest of them I liked. I just ran out of time. I had to leave. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I'm going to go back and give it a listen. I, I You know, mama ain't raised no quitter. So uh, I'm going to go back and... Uh, you know, yeah. see my way through it. Just to be fair, like I hate being critical and not feeling like I gave it a fair shot. You know what right. I mean? But that's why I got to listen to the whole thing before you. Right. It was thing. it wasn't there for me. Like the first song started off like everybody. That whole kind of generation slash level class of rapper has been doing the the Meek Mill wannabe intro yeah, yeah, where the yeah, beats yeah. mellow and it drops and they put the little low pass filter on it. Mm-hmm. Like here we go, breaking it down now, <laughs> and like. Everybody's a T Grizzly, Everybody follows the same type of trend. They were doing that different type of intros back in the day. But that was like the high point. Like that was, I heard that, but I was like, okay, your Meek Mill impression's really dope. No, you know what? Back in the day, our our the litmus test was if track two is fire, 
the rest of the album is going to be crazy. Right, 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 right. If you already fall off after the second track, then yeah, yeah. we already know what type of time. If we track are. two, you bring the pace all the way down. It's like, oh, this ain't gonna be it. Right, but that was a different time when you was like, sequencing mattered like, way more when yeah, you were yeah, putting yeah. the CD in right. than it does when you got a damn near playlist on streams. Yo, this is gonna be really random. Okay. Do you know anything about ASMR? Yes, I do. I was just put onto that on Saturday. And it is the weirdest thing. It's I was gonna say it's weird as fuck. Like it's it's who, weird. Who 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 created this? Why is it around? What is the point of? I'm in here. I'm doing a show with the rocks a lot. And uh, when I get off of the show, I'm going to watch Monday Night Football. Do you like my voice? <laughs> like why you make why you make all the random noises and whisper the whole time? Plot twist. It was a white person. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. Yeah, man, people like weird things. Like people growing up with all these weird little ticks and anxieties and shit, and they just find out that other people have the same little weird ticks and anxieties, and they all come together to unite and name it, and then it becomes a thing. And the two things I was introduced, the two the two people that introduced me to it was listening to Janae Aiko first. Oh God. The second one was even worse. Cardi B. Oh, shit. How the shit. fuck did that work? Yo, she was doing her little oh, in ASMR. Oh, my God. And it that was, probably... I was dying laughing. I almost crashed the whole whip, dog. I was dying laughing. Brittany was over here playing these joints with me. But do I you was know, dying laughing. Do you know what your first real introduction to ASMR was? If you've ever listened to like the waves or the rain to go to sleep, that yeah, was your sound, first. Yeah, it's a sound sleeper, right? It's right, right, right. Is it, I, could, I used it. to not been able to go to sleep until unless I was listening to jazz music when I was little. That's the only right. way I could have gone to sleep. That was before they were like, "Yeah, listen to white noise," or right, just that, let the TV that, run. That fake, that fake rain, that fake rain hit different, boy. When well, you think we, it's a thunderstorm going on out the window. Use that joint for the kids right now. Like we just set the sound sleeper on a uh, seashore, so it sounds like waves are crashing. You got those seagulls like ah. <laughs> All like that, huh? Yeah. How much you pay for that version of it? <laughs> Three ninety nine. You know I ain't paying for that. That's why the seagulls oh, sound no. like that. Nigga. You know what? I'm lying. <laughs> we did pay about five dollars for that joint, uh, and now we try to re-download that app, and they want you to pay for a subscription now. So that uh, uh, see, they all doubling down. They figured yeah, it out quick. Yo. Yeah, Everybody we, wants you to subscribe to some shit now. Yeah, we grandfathered in with the five ninety nine. So that stays. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's really really weird. And I had a request to do our the first twenty minutes of the show in ASMR, and I just thought about it just now. And I'm not going to do it. That's weird as fuck. Right. You have to enunciate all the letters in the word in order for it to be effective. Why is background noise important? I don't know, but if you fart in this bitch, is they like that shit too? Like <laughs> I don't know. Like Janae was like clinking ice cubes together. Freaking Cardi B was doing her nails like. And she wondered why Big Sean left. Bitch. <laughs> shit. You rubbing ice cubes together and recording it and shit. And this nigga sitting over here like, man. <laughs> Big Sean went on a long walk to find himself after he left. All right. Yeah, he did, though. Shout out to our featured artist of the week. Shout out to the gang. Shout out, Shout to, out to New Chad. Zealand. Shout out to New Zealand. We might have a drop. We might not have a drop. Yo, hey, King Koofy is ready. If we gonna have a drop, he's ready. He said he ready. I got a couple of videos sent to me. We might let's do a go. drop. Uh, let's go. I love doing a drop. 
Yeah. Um, there's no – everybody that watches Couch Coaches is no shot for shot tomorrow because – Coach Savage is back on job duties and he's working a night shift, so we can't go live at mm-hmm. night. But we'll be on our regular time on Sundays. We're well, actually nine thirty. We're gonna push it up an hour forward because he's on night shift, so he has to sleep during the day now. <laughs> so now he does it after work. Yep. Right. After working Damn. ten, twelve hours, he has to stay up an extra hour. Crying, baby. It is what it is, man. Thank you for everybody coming out. Uh Rocks, you got anything? Um, nothing, man. Shouts to the gang. Shouts to Yada. Shouts to the famo. Shouts to Vic. Shouts to Brittany. Shouts to the kids. Shouts to Shad. I seen him this weekend. Shouts to Guacla hey. Rock, aka D Widget. And uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Hey, man. Well, you real old heads. I might see y'all Saturday. We hey, out. hey, hey. What's going on? Good. Listen, man. Appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all watching. Make sure you hit them buttons. Like, follow, subscribe, comment, all that. Do all that, man. Catch us here live Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Join the conversation.